Welcome to the Devotional Toddcast, hosted by Pastor Todd Walker and Crossroads Church in Littleton, New Hampshire. Today we're going to talk about climbing is winning. I'm going to call it climbing is winning. Now I love how children are so resilient, right? Are kids resilient? They are. They can have the worst experience or worst day of their life, and the next day, sometimes even the next hour, they're laughing and excited, and life is good again. And they forgot all about the pain of yesterday. What a skill to have, right? The resiliency of kids. And it works the other way, too. They can have the best experience or best day of their life, and then when the next day comes, they've forgotten all about yesterday's joys, and they're ready for new fun, new memories, new toys, new candy. What's the point? The point is kids are awesome. They are. I wish we were like kids in that way. They don't stop because of challenges or because of yesterday's fun. They keep going because life keeps going, right? Well, adults, sometimes we don't feel like continuing to go forward, do we? If yesterday was full of hard experiences, what do we want to do today? We want to lie down and have a me day, right? We want to not have to adult. Yeah, that's, that's a verb now, adulting. If yesterday was fun and exciting, we're sad that yesterday's over. We want to look at all the pictures and memories of that yesterday because we know today's not going to be as fun as yesterday. Life is like a busy road during rush hour. You start, you stop, you rev the engine, you got to slam on the brake. You get excited because you're moving. You get frustrated because you're not there yet. You have victories, defeats, mountains, valleys, joys, sorrows, zeal, frustration, Moose sightings and no moose sightings. <laughs> it's a roller coaster. <laughs> have you ever read the book A Pilgrim's Progress? Who's read that book? A Pilgrim's Progress. Several of you have. It's a, it's a book uh, written, I think, in the 15 or 1600s by a person called John Bunyan. And except for the Holy Scriptures itself, the Pilgrim's Progress might be the best picture of the Christian life in our culture. If you haven't read it, do so. They even have a modern, updated English version that you can uh, use with kids. It's a very good book, and uh, it does represent the scriptures very well. In fact, it was Charles Spurgeon's favorite book besides the Bible. Interesting. The moral of a pilgrim's progress is very simple. The main character, Christian, has to keep progressing. No matter how many enemies he faces, no matter how much encouragement he gets, no matter how many slips and falls he experiences, and no matter how much progress he has already made, he had to keep going until the end. That was the whole point. Now, where's our hikers? Hikers, raise your hand. Who went on a hike today? A couple of us did. <laughs> now, tell us, hikers, what is the point of hiking besides exercise and fun? What's the point of hiking? It's very simple. To get somewhere. To get to your destination, to get to the summit. How many hikers in the North Country are content with stopping short of the summit? Now, Peggy shared with me a sad experience of a time that she had to stop short of the summit. Because sometimes it does happen, right? Sometimes you have to stop because of dangerous weather or un unexpected events. But typically, hikers don't stop until they reach that destination. Now, along the journey, there's going to be delights of the eye and pains in the body. But a hiker must keep climbing until they reach their summit. And isn't that a cool metaphor for the Christian life? We win by climbing. Now let's pause and state that we must climb the proper way, okay? Not all climbing is winning. Hikers don't win by climbing or hiking in the wrong direction. That's a big time loss, actually. You're going to end up on Dateline that way. So make sure you hike the right way, the right direction. Hikers 
win by continuing to hike in the right direction, and so do Christ followers. But think about this for a moment. How did you arrive at this point in your life, even here tonight? Did you arrive here by lying down and someone dragging you against your will? Yes. Okay. So Cheryl says yes. We have one. Cheryl, we're going to keep dragging you too. Keep dragging, Cheryl. Hopefully you got here by a heavy dose of God's grace and by simple progression, right? See, the devil, our enemy, he has a simple game plan. Get us to stop climbing. He doesn't care if it's suffering that causes us to quit or sin or worldly fun or flattery or simple basic distraction. His goal is the same. Stop progress. Stop progress. Because he knows that those who continue to climb the right way are on the path to eternal victory. And we see this concept all over God's word. Let me read a passage to you from 2 Peter Chapter 1, verses 3 to 11. Peter says, His divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence, by which he has granted to us his precious and very great promises, so that through them we may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped from the corruption that is in the world because of sinful desire. For this reason, make every effort to supplement your faith with virtue, and virtue with knowledge, and knowledge with self-control, and self-control with steadfastness, and steadfastness with godliness, and godliness with brotherly affection, and brotherly affection with love. For if these qualities are yours and are increasing, they keep you from being ineffective or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For whoever lacks these qualities is so nearsighted that he is blind, having forgotten that he was cleansed from his former sins. Therefore, brothers, be all the more diligent to confirm your calling and election, for if you practice these qualities, you will never fall. For in this way there will be richly provided for you an entrance into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Did you notice it? Progression. Maturity. Ascension. Development. Improvement. Continuation. And ongoing righteous fruit-bearing. The only way to ascend to the hill of Christ-likeness and eventual entrance into the kingdom of God is by continuing to climb the mountain that the Lord has set before us. Now, as a doctrinal disclaimer, Peter's not saying that our climbing is what makes us righteous in the eyes of God. That's not what he's saying. He's speaking to people who have already trusted in Christ. Simple faith in Jesus is what makes us righteous in the eyes of God. We cannot put the cart before the horse, okay? We need Jesus every step of the way. But make no mistake about it, we must climb and ascend to the hill of the Lord in order to reach the summit of Christ-likeness. And interestingly enough, just as we talked about on Sunday, Christ-likeness is the proof that we belong to God. Not our testimony, not our understanding of gospel truths. Only if we become like Jesus can we prove that we are of God. But there's another cool truth tucked away in this passage. He says in verse 10, Therefore, brothers, be all the more diligent to confirm your calling and election, for if you practice these qualities, you will never fall. Isn't that interesting? If you practice these qualities, you will never fall. Do you notice the progression? Keep going. Keep moving. Keep ascending. The devil's one main goal is to get us to either quit climbing or to fall off the mountain. He doesn't care if we quit by choice 
or by stress or by climbing improperly and falling off. He only cares that we stop climbing because progression up the spiritual mountain of Christ-likeness is what defeats the devil. You guys don't know my dad. My dad, Mel Walker, left a really powerful legacy upon the earth. My dad was a great testimony of this example. He made, in fact, my dad made an entire ministry plan based upon this one truth. He called it going on for God. My dad built a whole website and ministry around this concept of going on for God. My dad admittedly was not a theologian, okay? But I believe my dad was one of the smartest biblical minds I've ever met. His idea of following Jesus was very simple. Keep going. Keep going. Keep following Jesus until you see Jesus. Keep going. And my dad was hit by many, many attacks and many waves of the enemy in his life. And yet until my dad's final breath, I saw my dad continuing to progress up the mountain. And I believe my dad is the embodiment of 2 Peter 1, 3 to 11. My dad taught this lesson to his children. He taught it to every audience he spoke to and every book he put into print. Keep going until you see Jesus. Don't stop. Because when we continue to climb spiritually, we put 10,000 steps of righteousness and love together. And the devil cannot catch us. He cannot deter us. He cannot delay us. He cannot convince us to quit when we are progressing in righteousness and love. Progression up the mountain of becoming like Jesus is the single best way to defeat Satan and sin. When we pause, when we stop, when we linger to look around, when we dwell on how far we've climbed already, when we stop to have a glory party to rejoice in our own successes, when we stop to have a pity party to feel bad about our defeats, and when we burn out, the devil begins to win because we stop climbing. And the way to reach the summit of this mountain is by learning what practical righteousness and love look like. To tell you tonight to live righteously and to love one another is to tell you the truth. But unless we know what righteousness looks like, unless we know what love looks like, according to Jesus, we might be climbing in the wrong direction. Did you know that happens? People are religiously climbing a mountain and going the wrong way because they're not going according to God's definition of righteousness and God's definition of love. And all avid hikers know what it's like to get off the trail. Any other... Any hiker here been off the trail? Sue, I'm sorry. <laughs> Several of us. Okay, good. Is that a frustrating thing to get off the trail when you're hiking? Is it even a terrifying thing to get off the trail when you're hiking? Because you've been walking for miles in the wrong direction. You've been progressing further and further into being lost. We must not only climb in Christianity, we must climb in the right direction. Peter, Peter tells us we need faith, Virtue, knowledge, self-control, steadfastness, godliness, brotherly affection, and love. And unless we know what these attributes are, and unless we're striving to produce them in our lives on a regular basis, we are not climbing the proper way. Now, thankfully, the grace of God is here and is new every morning, ready to help us ascend to the summit of this mountain. And do not listen to the deceiver, okay? He's trying to tell us that grace enables us to not climb. Grace tells you to stay put, stay where you are, you're fine as you are. Or to even play around with sin. Or to be okay with defeat. That is not what grace does. Grace enables us to get up 
and to climb and to ascend to the summit of Christ's likeness. Grace helps us climb. That's how you know you have God's grace. If you're continuing to ascend, to become like Jesus. We almost climb and we almost climb together. We need righteousness and love and we need the entire church to help us get there. This is not a self-help speech, okay? This is an encouragement to follow Jesus every step of the way because our Lord Jesus perfectly ascended this mountain before we did. And so did thousands of saints before us. Not perfectly, but they also ascended that mountain. And don't forget this one little fact. Don't forget Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is a motor that God gives us to get up that mountain. When you are thankful, when you're recognizing God's blessings, it helps you ascend. It helps you keep going. Thank you, God. Thank you for all these blessings. Thank you for my church. Thank you for my salvation. Thank you for my home. And you continue to climb because of Thanksgiving. Let us learn from our resilient kids. Let us learn from the, the tale of a pilgrim's progress. Let us learn from the model of mountain hikers. Let us learn from the legacy of Mel Walker, even though you don't know him. I continue that legacy on. And let us learn most of all from God's word that climbing is winning and stopping to climb is flirting with certain defeat. If we need God's grace to be forgiven and to begin climbing this mountain again, God himself told us in Hebrews, come boldly to the throne of grace for help in your time of need. Come boldly. If we need God's grace, we can get it tonight. We can also use the church to our advantage. We can use righteousness and love and thanksgiving to get up that mountain so one day we see the Lord himself. Sorry, Satan. Crossroads Church is going to continue to climb. Who's with us? Thanks for listening to the Devotional Toddcast. Join us for worship Sunday mornings beginning at 1030. Learn more about us at CrossroadsOfLittleton.com. Crossroads Church, seeking to shine the light and love of Jesus in the heart of New England.